Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu, I am Kaplowitz Media, and this is Kaplowitz Radio, episode 157-157. Thank you, gentle persons, for tuning in. Please visit www.kaplowitz.xyz, as well as follow Kaplowitz Media on Twitter and Instagram, at Kaplowitz Media, Facebook too, emails as well can be sent to Media at mail.com. Whichever method you choose, please allow me ample time to not respond. Big show today, not really, but lots of news to cover. And you could keep abreast of Kaplowitz Media News by visiting kaplowitz.xyz and checking in hither and thither, to and fro, at the news page, 12-22-19, yesterday. I also uh, saw Star Wars yesterday. We might talk about that. But here, we're going to be talking about coffees of the month, beginning January 2020. Uh, Coffees of the Month post will be published independently of Cigars of the Month. This will happen on the 25th of each month, the same day as the Cigar of the Month posts. Thanks. What's going to happen is there will be two posts on the 25th. One post will be Cigars of the Month. The other post will be, you guessed it, my in-depth analysis of the latest Star Wars flick. 12, 20, 19. Oh, I meant uh, coffee. 12, 20, 19. Coffee reviews index. Furthermore, let this indicate no further beer or tea reviews. Quote-unquote beverage reviews are no more. Capitalist Media will limit its content to cigars and coffee reviews and the below-mentioned in-the-works establishment reviews, which we will get to in a tick because it's mentioned right below. There will be occasional specials which step outside of reviews while still remaining within the cigar coffee realm. Stay tuned for that slash those or news thereof. Thanks. 12, 17, 19, Establishment Reviews. If you watched, and why wouldn't you have, Kaplowitz Radio, episode 156, post-show, quote-unquote, big news, entitled Big News, you know that the big news is that Establishment Reviews are coming to Kaplowitz Media. This will begin in the world of coffee and be let's say 70-30 written video, roughly estimated. Succinctly, there may be some audio too, succinctly, I will be reviewing coffee houses, also occasional cigar shops, although those are scarce, few and far between in my corner of the Pacific Northwest. Soon, however, more travel. What this is, is the dawning of the implementation of the final evolution of Kaplowitz Media, where I, Cap, 
Nice to meet you. My friends call me Cap, but hey, call me Cap Lewis Media. We'll be uh, roguing around the country all right, further and further as Snack Tray, my nine-year-old son, raising him as a single dad allows. But uh, going to be doing that. And as stated, that is the uh, final evolution of Capitalist Media, one that I've had in the works, one that I've had looming nigh on my horizon, or not quite nigh, now nigh, not then nigh, since uh, the start of my cigar-centric coverage, which turned into a shared co-focus recently of coffee. You're all caught up, but uh, uh, also this. Disillusione D-Program, a new official Illusione Cigars Vodcast episode coming uh, later today, the 23rd. It'll be Dion and myself smoking the Illusione Epernay, or as I like to call it, the Epper. Yay! And I'll be telling you what it is you taste if you do so smoke long, and I hope that you do. And Dion will be giving you some background, behind the scenes, pulling the curtain back information. All this, big news. I, I, can't, I know I tend to understate things. I know I tend to sound like I'm joking a lot. I know that's the case, but... This is seriously big news. Sorry, my phone went off. I don't know if you could hear that or not. I don't actually even know if you could hear any of this shit because I got a new rig and um, I'm having trouble hearing myself, which is weird because I do so love to hear myself. Where was I? Ah, uh, yes, the bigness of the news. Uh, this is something I've had my eyes set on that I had to bide my time for for quite a while. But uh, look for me springing up along the road further and further again as my son and his aging process allows. He's nine years old now. don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, but uh, not that I'm going to move away from sitting at home smoking cigars and drinking coffee and writing about that and review for him. But this is going to be a thing. This this getting around town at first and branching out into maybe even as much as two to three towns over, uh, letting you know what it is, I think, of brick-and-mortar retailers, both in the coffee and cigar industries. If you'd like to help offset some of this financial burden that I've... Uh, beset myself with and you have a little a uh, couple extra shekels in this Hanukkah season and beyond to chip in without tapping into your mortgage or car note or bread bread or dough dough uh, in other words the money you use to put food on your table that's yours but if you have anything else after please consider donating whatever you can to PayPal, 
dot me slash k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z and i would so greatly appreciate that but we do have sponsors as well here on kaplowitz radio as well as kaplowitz media but let's focus now on those uh kaplowitz radio sponsors and their copy reads thusly illusiones cigars deep in flavor Deep in your mind, Illusione Cigars for your cigar comfort. That's www.illusione cigars.com. They are not industry standard and Caldwell Cigars. If you're not running with us, run from us. For our goals will always be creation, innovation, and ambition. CaldwellCigars.com run there, the gentle persons, and GTO cigars from Tabaclara, GTO Dominicana, are made from the finest aged first generation Cuban seed tobacco and then meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic. Find out more at gtodominicancigars.com and Gran Habano Cigars. It takes generations to make a great cigar. And on its fourth generation, Gran Habano continues its tradition close to its humble beginnings. That's www.g hcigars.com and and now of course it is time for live from the debonair athenium <clears throat> athenium the debonair athenium 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 is presented of course by debonair cigars visit them at debonairhouse.com that's www dot d-e-b-o-n-a-i-r-e house dot com today i shall be reading something in keeping with the holiday season I'm not going to tell you what it is because i forgot to write the title down and i'm not sure but i'm not going to tell you who it's by but you'll know and I begin after a sip of Phil's coffee and a draw on my creamy smooth Regina cigars da da thing. Wait, hold on, let me scroll through. What is it? Da Avas Avis et Avia Avia again from Regina cigars. And uh, in, in, in interest of keeping it even-keeled with the coffee, this is the Phil's Coffee Tesora blend. Very approachable, nice. Sits a, Brit, a bit broadly on the tongue, but don't we all? I digress, and I now read. In the live from the debonair Athenium segment put on 
your yarmulke. Here comes Hanukkah. So much funukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the festival of lights instead of one day of presents. We have eight crazy nights. When you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish just like you and me. David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So does James Kahn, Kirk Douglas, and the late Dinah Shora. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. Paul Newman is half Jewish. Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together, what a fine-looking Jew. You don't need Deck the Halls or Jingle Bell Rock because you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonics uh, celebrates Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson? Not a Jew. But guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod, Rod Carew. He converted. <clears throat> we got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish. Not too shabby. Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not. But guess who is? All three Stooges. So many Jews are in showbiz. Tom Cruise isn't, but I heard his agent is. Tell your friend Veronica it's time you celebrate Hanukkah. I hope you get a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana if you really, really want to. Have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Already mentioned I'm smoking to Avis at Abba from Avia from Regina Cigars, and I'm smoking, I'm drinking the Phil's Coffee Tesora blend. Uh, very excellent, uh, I don't want to say surprise, because that threatens to belittle the Regina Cigars gentle persons, but it's an A.J. Fernandez blended rolled thing, and it's got that peppery blast up front, and then it settles down into a lovely creaminess, and look for that full review to post to Kaplowitz Media uh, Christmas Eve, manana. This the second or third night of Hanukkah. Let's see. Yesterday was the first, twenty third, third night of Hanukkah, and also uh, the twenty second. Yesterday, my viewing of the Star Wars film, the latest one, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. 
and uh, don't have, uh, I have thoughts on it, don't want to bombard this cigar and or coffee podcast with thoughts of that much, although it's going to turn into much more of a coffee, of a cigar, pardon me, podcast in the coming moments when I delve into the Cigar Aficionado Top 25, or my thoughts thereof in. All told, it was fun, Star Wars, uh, the only one of any of the main trilogies that I wasn't on the edge of my seat for, which is funny because it, its pacing was breakneck. It had a lot of loose ends to tie up, and it felt like they picked them up one by one, did J.J. Abrams, and just go, okay, we did that. Moving on, what else we got? Okay, we got we to gotta explain that. Okay, here we go. Did it. Okay, what else? Yeah, we got that one. Okay, done. Okay, now what? Uh-oh, this one. Did anybody see this one? Okay, we got to do this one. Let's do this one. Done. Okay, moving on. There's a lot of the pacing of the Star Wars flick. And I say and I say flick because that's just what they are, and that's why I adore them. And it was great taking my son's snack tray to it because I remember going with my dad to Return of the Jedi when I was about snack tray's age. Some, uh, I believe, 83, 84 years ago. And it's just nice. We have that bond. Snack Tray never met my dad, his grandfather. But, uh, hey, maybe we were all in that uh, lovely movie theater together. Uh, my dad making a Force Ghost appearance, as seems to be popular. Uh, my one catch in uh, the story of this particular installment of Star Wars is a fairly metaphysical one, uh, and, and it's why. Because, uh, I mean, other than cleaning up a mess, other than tying ribbons on the presents, uh, didn't really offer anything new. Uh, of course, the Emperor, spoiler alert, the Emperor is alive-ish, and then alive, and then dead again. Uh, but as far as we as moviegoers knew, he was dead anyway. So to bring him back, uh, much to our surprise, just to kill him again. And isn't that the way of the Star Wars villains? I'm the most powerful entity in the world. I'm evil. You'll never destroy me. The galaxy is mine. I'm dead. The Cigar Aficionado Top 25. I've been uh, hard on... Hard, no, hard on. <laughs> I've been... Uh, I've, 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 I've flicked some poop towards Cigar Aficionado as of late and their apparent dumbing down process. It's become a source of cello on, cello off. Is this mold? Is this plume? A whole... Fucking series on how to spot a fake Cuban. And uh, I realized with this top 25, first, a very muted buzz insofar as this year's top 25. There wasn't, I didn't see a lot of handicapping. There wasn't a lot of guesswork. There wasn't a lot of, oh my God, they, they revealed this group. I can't wait for the next group. It just seemed a little lackluster, a bit flat. And I'm not going to get into the actual cigars on the list. 
but uh, what I have noticed is the cigars exclude the list does boutiques. And that makes it interesting because Cigar Aficionado will have you believe will posit itself as, well, for the aficionados, when in reality, predominantly, the masses that do consider themselves aficionados, and that's a whole other topic, please don't do that, but the well-seasoned smokers have in a big way <clears throat> moved on to boutiques. And this is being ignored by Cigar Aficionado. I could take a stab at it and say it has somewhat to do with advertising and the revenue from larger companies that make Cigar Aficionado keep going, and that's how they do their business, and that's fine. But almost a complete exclusion of boutiques. And I might get some blowback, Raphael Nodal, uh, number one, Sure, but I'm talking micro, I'm talking smaller, and I'm talking, I think you know what I'm saying, with where the seasoned, as I stated, smokers tend to go these days, and it's not to the big boys, and in keeping with that thought, it really does kind of make sense that Cigar Aficionado, against its nom de tobacco, has taken it on themselves to be more of a... Uh, a, a new smoker's reference. And I think you see that writ large across the entire spectrum of not only the magazine, but uh, in particular to our conversation more so to the top 25 of 2019. And at best, as far as the boutiques, you could see some in Nodal's contribution as the number one. Uh, you could see a lot of those as potential gateways to the boutique world, uh, but not boutiques per se. And it's just an overall feeling I get, and it, it is what it is, and welcoming new smokers into the fold is noble, but I feel like there also needs to be some attention paid uh, to the aficionados, the connoisseurs, the seasoned smokers, the smokers that are looking more toward the boutiques. And an issue develops there because you're dealing with very small uh, entities as far as businesses for the most part. And like I said, they don't have the funding and how they create their buzzes in part due to people like me, social media, blogs, podcasts, uh, vodcasts, vlogs, you know, the stuff you find on the internet. And how that works is they send samples to the media, and they get reviewed, and they get mentioned, and they get pictures taken of them. And it could all threaten to be somewhat misleading. And I'll explain that. There are two types of companies. I've touched on this before in the boutique world. There are companies that send out samples to members of the media 
And there are also companies that send out cigars, samples to members of the media. But the divide comes when they don't get the review that they'd hoped for. There are companies that won't send any more samples if you don't love and write about how great they are. And there are companies that keep sending. And I have a soft spot in my heart for the companies that don't hold out their samples just for the people that they know are going to give rave reviews because it's more authentic, it's more honest, and it's far less misleading. If you take a cigar brand like Villiger, which, I, not boutique, but on the growth, on on a, a, on the uptick definitely, but with a huge presence. So maybe not the best uh, argument as far as a smaller company, but they will continue to send, say me, cigar samples and know that I don't, uh, not that I don't think they're excellent cigars, but they do just miss my uh, subjective wheelhouse a lot of the times. But I continue to get samples, I continue to write about them, I continue to review them, and maybe they're actually smart enough to know that just my blip on the radar screen, Google likes that that I mention them, that anyone mentions them. I'm not putting myself at all up there with the big, big boys like Half Wheel, etc. But every mention, Google likes. And maybe they know that, but I also like that they continue to use Kaplowitz Media and I'd imagine other sources of the cigar media that don't quite really pandered them because you see other companies like uh, Southern Draw, they refuse to send if you don't really love them. So it could be misleading. You see everybody that you see the the small our small cigar industry corner of the internet, you see it ablaze, pun intentionally, with love for the Southern Draw cigars. And they're not bad. They're very A.J. Fernandez. They're very what the American market likes. Uh, I would say they are so much of what those two things are that they tend to be a, a bit pedestrian. But they're definitely not the 97s and 8s that some uh, entities in the cigar media give them. Uh, those, those fellas... Maybe just pre procuring more samples for themselves. Who knows? But it skews, it it it, it wrecks uh, what it looks like is going on to the outside world, to the people going to cigar media as trusted sources, which I like to consider myself. If nothing, if for no other reason, and I'm thick-headed and I don't play well with others, I've gotten in trouble with sponsors for not reviewing them as favorably as uh, they would like. But I need to retain my integrity because at the end of the day, all that I have, gentle persons, is a 10-inch personality that the chicks dig. And with that, and with the 30-minute mark approaching, 
I'd like to wish all a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Hanukkah, a Superfly Kwanzaa, and the best to you and yours all the time, but particularly as we roll over into 2020. This has been Kaplowitz Radio, episode 157, and it was a little different, but I like it. And uh, I want to, again, thank you all for tuning in and to remind you to visit kaplowitz.xyz and uh, look for at Kaplowitz Media, Twitter, Instagram, less or so Facebook these days because I can't stand them, kaplowitzmedia at mail.com. You could send uh, send me your questions, comments, concerns, etc. And uh, have you capluitzed today? Very.